What's going on, everyone? And welcome in to another edition of Be Shafe Daily. Brennan Schaefer here with you, breaking down the NCAA tournament, the March Madness bracket. We've done the South. We've done the East. We've done the Midwest. We're now in the final region of the bracket, the lower right-hand quadrant, if you're looking at it on your sheet of paper. We're looking at the West region. Check it out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at bshafer12 if you'd like to follow along to a video version of the podcast. If not, audio works for you. Make sure you subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to stay up to date on all things B-Shafe Daily, which will, of course, include a lot of Cardinals baseball coming up this summer. But right now, we're in basketball mode. We're breaking down the bracket region by region. So far, not to give away the spoilers, if you haven't seen the other episodes or heard the other episodes, if you haven't, go check them out. But we've got Alabama, we've got Texas, and we think we've got Duke as our third of four Final Four teams finalized. Again, if you haven't heard the East region breakdown, I'm going to take the winner of Duke Oral Roberts and I'm going to put them into the Final Four. And I cannot for the life of me decide which team I'm actually going to have in my final bracket when push comes to shove. Um, I wanted to, I wanted so bad to be Oral Roberts, but I don't know if I have the if I have the guts to pull the trigger on that. We'll have to wait and see. But we're not talking about that here. Here we're talking about the West region of the bracket, which is where Kansas, the Jayhawks, are the number one seed. Sad situation for Mizzou fans, right? But Kansas is really good. I mean, I kind of had a hard time not advancing them all the way in my bracket, but as you'll see with this West region breakdown, I do not have Kansas in the Final Four. So stay tuned to see where I've got the Jayhawks being knocked out. 538 gives them a 20% chance to advance to the Final Four out of the region. And uh, you look at the rest of these numbers. UConn, they like UConn, 15%. TCU's got a little bit of a decent chance, 5%. 38% for Gonzaga. No, that's to get to the Elite Eight. To get to the Final Four, it's a 22% shot, which is actually better than Kansas. UCLA with a shot. Looking through these percentages, I'm kind of wondering if I end up, you know, did I sell somebody too short is sort of my concern. Do the, do the metrics people know what they're talking about? Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but let's go ahead and get rolling with filling out this bracket. Kansas over Howard. Yep, I don't see a 16 over a 1 this year. If I did, I, that would be the one I would love to, to see happen. Uh, but no, Kansas, they're really good. K.J. Adams, Jalen Wilson, Grady Dick, Dewan Harris. I mean, if they get Kevin McCuller back healthy, they're good. They're good, good. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. So as much as it pains me to say it, yeah, the Jayhawks are probably going to be dancing for a good long while in this tournament. But maybe an 8-9 matchup between Arkansas or Illinois could end up spelling the demise of the Jayhawks. How hilarious is it that we're getting Arkansas and Illinois in Des Moines, Iowa, the winner of which takes on Kansas, those three fan bases all hanging out in Des Moines together. As a Mizzou guy, I am on the outside looking in from this, but it is hilarious to me that it is happening. And by the way, I think Texas and Texas A&M are there as well. Uh, different region, but the, they still have multiple games being played at that site in Des Moines, and I think I think those two games are there too. So what a crazy pod that is. Kansas, Arkansas, Illinois, Texas A&M, and Texas all in the same town in Iowa. <laughs> I, I love it so much. I wish I could go. I would just go for that just to see the, the chaos ensue. But let's get into what I think is actually going to happen in this game as I accidentally make a bookmark on my computer. Come on. Don't need that. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm stymied. I'm, I'm Googling, I'm not Googling, but I'm looking up the odds on DraftKings until I realize, oh, I typed in Arkansas. Did I type it in wrong? No results came up. No, it's just that DraftKings doesn't let you bet on Illinois colleges, and they think I'm in Illinois because I'm in Missouri. I'm close to Illinois looking at these odds. So that's what they think I am, and they won't show me what the odds are on the Arkansas-Illinois game. I do happen to know, though, Arkansas favored by between a point and a half to two and a half points. Uh, over the course of the last 24 to 48 hours. Arkansas is a minor favorite. Uh, we'll take a look at what 538 thinks about the whole situation as well. It's very close, 52% to 48%. They they give the lean to Arkansas. Arkansas is my lean as well in, in this whole thing. If you look at, as we bring the Ken Palm data into the picture here, if you're watching over on YouTube, Arkansas 20th in the country in Ken Palm. A little bit inefficient sometimes offensively, but still 51st in the nation in, in offensive efficiency. So really good. Uh, great defense, 16th in the in the country. They play with a good tempo. I, I know they've been inconsistent, but you know what? So is Illinois. And Illinois just doesn't have... I, I mean, you can look at both sides of the ball. Illinois 33rd in Ken Palm. They're a little bit worse offensively, 58 to 51st. They're a little bit worse defensively. 32nd to 16th. Uh, they, they play a little bit of a slower tempo, which doesn't necessarily, it's not a bad thing, but I just think Arkansas is a little bit better in every way. Um, you do have some issues with both teams that neither of them really shoot free throws well. Um, I believe Illinois has got the rebounding edge, but Arkansas is a much more proficient shooting team. Uh, it, you know, it, it could go either way. It's an 8-9 matchup, but I'm going Arkansas in this one. And I also would like to see the Arkansas-Kansas matchup more than I would the Illinois-Kansas matchup. I think that Illinois, um, it's just not their year for me. And uh, I think Arkansas has got two NBA lottery picks and Anthony Black and uh, and Nick Smith. So, I don't know. Kansas-Arkansas would be a heck of a fun round of 32 matchup. I'm hoping we end up getting to see it. Well, no, I hope Howard beats Kansas. But if, if that's not in the cards... I would like to see Arkansas, Kansas. Don't get mad at me, Illinois fans. Um, I'm sorry, but you know your team hasn't been that fun to watch this year. 
512. This is a toughie for me. St. Mary's versus VCU. Aiden Mahaney, freshman guard for St. Mary's, is an absolute bucket. Been watching this guy all season long. I totally, totally want to see him etch his name into March Madness lore. But VCU's got uh, some program history as well in the NCAA tournament. And I'm I'm honestly kind of torn on this one. I feel like... Oh, didn't need to pull that up. I'm just going through all the things that I didn't need to pull up. YouTube, podcasts. I've been posting these podcasts, and so that's what I had there on your screen for a second. Lost my train of thought. We're talking about VCU and St. Mary's. Uh, 538 gives a 59% chance. I'll make sure you guys get a chance to see this. 59% chance to St. Mary's, 41 to VCU. So that's kind of like what we had up top in the Midwest with Drake Miami. It's actually identical. 59 to 41. I like St. Mary's so much. I think they got a, a bad draw. Uh, VCU, that's a four-point spread, if I recall correctly, at last check. And I think I kind of, it's one of those situations where I kind of like VCU on the spread. There it is, four points. But I think that St. Mary's wins the game. St. Mary's plays good defense. Um, Like I said, Mahaney is a, a difference maker. They're 11th in Ken Palm, 40th in adjusted O. Ninth in defensive efficiency, and they play slow, 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 slow. 359th in the country. That's Virginia territory. I think Virginia's 360th in adjusted tempo. St. Mary's is 359th. So they'll grind you down. They they have the defense to be able to do that with a top 10 defensive efficiency. I, I think it's a close game. It's an ugly game, but I think it's one that St. Mary's is able to get away with and win. I'm taking it over VCU. Again, I love the 12s over the 5s. I'm tempted to go Oral Roberts over Duke, as I've talked about. I couldn't do Charleston over San Diego State. I did go Drake over Miami. Um, but it might just be that one, unless I unless I decided to, to change course and go Oral Roberts, because I'm not taking VCU. But I do think that ends up being a really compelling game. Probably a little scoring. I should check out the total here on DraftKings. 123 is the total. Eh, probably take the under there. Being totally honest, I think I'd take the under. Let's move on, though, to the 413. UConn and Iona. This is a toughie for me because Rick Patino obviously gives you a coaching edge there if you're Iona. But UConn, look at how much Ken Palm loves UConn. Where are they at? They're up here somewhere. Number four in the country. Sixth on offense, 18th on defense. So, a lot of love from the metrics for UConn. This is one of those where I didn't think too hard about it. I just clicked UConn. I wrote it. I've got my hand-drawn hand bracket here. You can hear in the background. I I, I took UConn. Um, UConn could be an Elite Eight or Final Four type of team. Like, that's a team that has the talent to to beat Kansas if they get into that matchup. Kansas is uh, ninth in the country in Ken Palm. UConn's higher. UConn might be favored if that game were to take place. UConn as a four seed is probably underseeded. I would look at UConn and say they should be a three. Probably Baylor should be a four. How did Baylor get a, a three seed, man? 22 and 10? That's crazy to me. 
So I think UConn may be a little underseeded. That's tough. That's tough when you're UConn, you have the season that they had, and you end up facing Rick Patino in the first round. But it's one of those where, will I be pulling for Iona during the game? Yeah, probably. That's why I can't advance UConn past the round of 32. I'll, I'll, I'll be going Aiden Mahaney on that one. But, man, it's just one of those where I, if I think about it for too long, I might be tempted to take Iona, so I just move on. Because I think UConn's the better team. I I don't want to underestimate them. Nine and a half points. Like, objectively, I shouldn't take Iona on the spread, but I kind of want to. My thing is, I've placed a lot of bets for March Madness, guys. I don't think I've put down on a favorite once. I'm, I'm just going to go underdogs. I'm going to try to pick my spots with them, but I'm just going to go underdogs. It's way more fun that way. And if it doesn't work out, then everybody agrees, oh, it was a chalky tournament anyway. You lose some money on that, but at least everybody's in the same in the same situation unless you had a chalky bracket and then you're probably happy. But now there's got to be some upsets, right? So even if my bracket doesn't pick it, I'm thinking about saying, hey, what's the most fun aspect of March Madness? The upsets in the first round. So just go for it. Just go for it. Uh, let's move on to the 6-11. I talked a little bit about this when I broke down the last region. I like those first four teams when the 11 seed gets a, gets a little bit of momentum going. They can go on a run. I took Pittsburgh to do that in this year's bracket. I don't like Arizona State. Um, I just, I, I'm not too impressed with them. They did beat Arizona on a buzzer beater at Arizona. That was impressive. But other than that, just not, I, I'm kind of surprised they're in the field, honestly. At least they're making them play it in. Nevada, same thing. Don't respect the Mountain West very much, except for Utah State when they beat my Missouri Tigers. I did take Missouri, but I'm I'm terrified of the game, I'll be honest. But I just don't respect the Mountain West all that much. Um, so it, to me, right now I'm taking TCU over both of them. I like that TCU team. They can be a little inconsistent too, but they've been through the, the gauntlet in the Big 12, and they they can score, they can play defense. Um Miles, Mike Miles is is back healthy, and he's a dog, man. He could end up leading them to a little bit of a run. Would not even shock me to see them go to the Elite Eight. Like, I could see them getting that far potentially um, where they might then match up with Kansas. But I'm just going to advance TCU. I reserve the right to change it if I like what I see from either Arizona State or Nevada on Wednesday. I don't think I'm going to. I think it's going to be TCU there for me. Um I like the Horned Frogs more than I could. Like, Nevada just can't score. I, I, I watch too much late-night Mountain West basketball. I got tired of, of wagering or watching Nevada. Um, they just they just aren't consistent enough. So I'm going to take TCU there. It doesn't really matter who it's going to be. Gonzaga over Grand Canyon, that's one that if it sneaks up on me, it sneaks up on me. I am not giving any credence to Grand Canyon in this matchup. The spread for a 314, remember the... the uh, Kansas State, Montana State spread was like eight and a half. I think this one's like 16 and a half. It's a massive number. It's down to 15 and a half. It was 16. Huge number. I probably would take Gonzaga on the spread. Like I said, I haven't bet any favorites yet, but that would be one if the number gets, you know, if it even creeps a little bit closer to respectability there for, for GCU. But am I am I just overlooking a really good Grand Canyon team? I don't know. All these small conference teams are, you know, going to try to give it give it their all, make their make their case known. They didn't beat anybody this year. 
Um, we'll see what ESPN says something about him. You know, Bryce Drew as the head coach, that's always going to be something. I I, I'll, I did not realize he was their head coach. Um, You know, it, there's, they're just, I don't think they're going to stack up to Gonzaga. Drew Timmy is not going to go out in the first round of his, what I guess is going to be his final NCAA tournament. He's not going to let that happen. So give me Gonzaga. I would love to advance Gonzaga even even further than I'm going to, but they're going to come up against this UCLA team that I really like as well. Not to dismiss UNC Asheville because I do have a, I have a hat from UNC Asheville. My wife and I did our honeymoon in Asheville, actually. Great town, Asheville. Um, <clears throat> I need to get some water. Give me a second. Ah, that sounded terrible. Sorry about that. Asheville, North Carolina, great town. Uh, we did our honeymoon there. We got married, though, when we were 20. So the thing that everybody says, hey, go do this in Asheville, the breweries, we couldn't do <laughs> because we weren't old enough. But anyway, I got a hat. I think that the Bulldogs or something, some kind of dog. There's a paw print on it. UCLA is going to wipe the floor with them. I know UCLA is going through some injury situations right now, uh, but they're really talented. I I watched them lose to Arizona, and I thought UCLA is better than Arizona. Even in a loss, I liked the way UCLA went about it. I think they're they're capable of a run here. Um, and I'm picking Northwestern over Boise State because I I can't stand Boise State. It seems like when I when I wager on sports, sometimes there are just those teams that no matter what side of the game you're on, you could bet for them, you could bet against them. You can bet the total over, under, doesn't matter. No matter what, I end up getting crushed. And there are two teams that I can think of that that's the case. Golden State Warriors, although it's gotten a little better recently, and Boise State basketball this year. I just cannot get it right on Boise State. And so I'm sure I won't bet on it, but I'm just going to fade them because I'm tired of watching them. And they're one of those teams, too, that it's Mountain West. It's such a weird conference because they've got four or five teams in the tournament they got Utah State, Nevada's in there, Boise State's in there, San Diego State's in there. I might be forgetting one. It's crazy, but they haven't won a tournament game in ages, Mountain West Conference. So and, and now Utah State will get to break that trend. I get it. I did pick Mizzou in my bracket, but I'm terrified, like I said. But, like, look at Boise State. 31st in Ken Palm, that's respectable. 78th in offense, 14th in defense. It's just a boring style. And I I find that 78 in offensive efficiency pretty damn hard to believe because I've watched enough of their games, and they can't score. They might score against Northwestern. What's the total of that Northwestern game? Oh, crap. It's another Illinois college. I can't look it up. I can't look it up on DraftKings. I'd have to go to FanDuel, and I don't want to because I'll, I'll mess up the video. Um, I believe Northwestern was a slight favorite. I would say whatever the total is, it's probably like 125. I'd take the under. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. But at the end of the day, I think I'm just taking Northwestern because I can't stand to look at Boise State anymore. But I'm liking UCLA, and I'm liking Gonzaga. That's It's kind of chalky in this bottom half of the region. But this matchup, man, UCLA-Gonzaga would be an absolute blast. That's like you want the early-round upsets, but then you want games like that later on to get to – to see where the rubber meets the road on some of these. So I'm hoping that ends up happening in the uh, the West region. Kansas-Arkansas could be a really good early-round game. Um, I'll be rooting for Arkansas. Arkansas fans, I promise. I know that's two of Mizzou's rivals. I, my hatred for Kansas trumps all. So I would be rooting for Arkansas, but I'm picking Kansas. 
And uh, I'm doing it again here against St. Mary's uh, for no other reason than I actually am not super confident that St. Mary's actually gets there. Like I said, VCU could upset those guys in the first round. So I don't want to take it too far when I when I don't love the path. Like, I think UConn's a better team, but I'm kind of wanting to pull for Iona a little bit, so that's why I have UConn going out a little earlier. Um, Kansas, I think, would, would be able to solve St. Mary's. But St. Mary's might have the best team St. Mary's has ever had. Right and uh, and they've been they've been a thing for a while, but eleventh and Ken Palm, uh, they're they're right on that cusp offensively, fortieth in efficiency. Uh, you got to be in the top forty in both to be considered uh, really having a chance to be the national champion. Seventeen of the last eighteen, I believe, have fit the billing on top forty in both of those categories. Uh, so. I don't know. I'll be rooting for St. Mary's if that matchup happens, but I'm I'm advancing Kansas. And this one's tough for me. I go back and forth on UCLA-Gonzaga uh, in that, that Sweet 16 matchup. I think I'm taking UCLA because I I think I'm taking them to the Final Four is why. Um, UCLA over Kansas. I've done this twice now, and now I think if I can can get the video done proper here, I think the deal with this is, uh, how the heck do you even advance it? This is great. This is great uh, podcasting. Final four of Alabama, Duke, Texas, and UCLA. I don't know if the video is even showing up the way I wanted to, which I apologize for. But because this is the last region that I am uh, that I'm getting involved in, I might as well go through here and. Make my final pick. So this might look terrible on the video because I, I'm not getting a chance to look at it while I while I mess with it here. There we go. Get our final four going. So that would be kind of a chalky final four in some ways, right? Like you've got some blue bloods. Alabama, maybe not a blue blood, but this year they are. Duke, certainly. UCLA, certainly. In Texas, uh, that's a sexy final four, honestly. I like it. It's not going to happen. I'm just going to say out loud what the Final Four is going to be. Houston, Kansas. I do think the Duke thing could happen. Duke or or Memphis maybe could go on a little run. Kentucky. I think that East region's got the real chance to be crazy. And again, I could totally go Oral Roberts in that that East region. I want to. But for now, I'm not going to do it. Um, But this is interesting. I'll go Alabama to reach the title game over Duke. I'm going Texas over UCLA, and and that that's scary. But at this point, you're so far into it, you just got to kind of go with your gut. And I like this Texas team. I'm taking Texas to win the national championship. Um, I think they've got they've got good balance. Good balance. They played in the toughest conference in America this year. Alabama could falter earlier. If I'm thinking about, like, yeah, Texas very well might lose to Colgate. You can bet I'm going to be clenched 100% when that 2 versus 15 matchup is going on. And at halftime, Texas is down by three to Colgate because I just put him as my freaking national champion. But I think, I think Texas gets through that game. Texas A&M is going to be a tough second-round matchup as well for the Longhorns. Again, I think they were underseeded a little bit in the SEC with the, the way they played. It's because of their non-conference schedule, though. They they 
were terrible in the non-con. But then after that, like, I don't respect Xavier a ton. We could go back to the bracket here and, and be able to give a, a little bit better of a breakdown so people could see what we're looking at and why when it comes to my affinity for Texas here in the bracket. Oh, my gosh. The whole video is off the screen. I'm a disaster with this video stuff. If you're listening to the podcast, just be glad that you're that you're listening instead of watching it. Uh, okay, so Texas in their path, like I've got them facing Pitt in the Sweet 16. That's that's a winnable game for Texas, right? That's not a terribly tough path, and even if it ends up being Xavier, I think Texas has the edge there. I honestly worry more about the early round games than I do for Texas with the way I. Uh, than I do the later round games, I should say, for Texas. Like Colgate, you're going to beat him. Texas A&M could absolutely be a dogfight. Don't, I mean, I watched them play all year in the SEC. They're good. And then obviously Houston would be a very difficult matchup in the, when you get into the, the next round, into the Elite Eight, trying to get to the Final Four. But I like Texas. It's it, 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 Like I said, at a certain point, you just have to kind of go with your gut. And that's what I'm going to do on the Longhorns. So I've got Texas winning the national championship. And when it doesn't happen, my bracket will go in flames just like it does every year. So let me know what you guys think of this, though. I had fun breaking down the brackets. Um, not a whole lot of upsets here in this uh, this West region in terms of the early round stuff. I don't think I have a single upset picked. Kansas, Arkansas, St. Mary's, UConn, TCU, Gonzaga, Northwestern, UCLA. That is complete chalk. Uh, very chalky West region until you get to UCLA. And UCLA, for me, like I said, I've just got a feeling about them as well. There's no real rhyme or reason to it. I just think uh, I just think they're in a good spot. I know, I know that they lost their conference tournament, but sometimes that's what you want. You want a team that has to face a little bit of adversity at some point. I'm dreaming a little bit on this Final Four. By the time Thursday arrives, I might have Oral Roberts in it, just just for the YOLO of it all. But that's what I've got. Alabama-Duke, Texas-UCLA. We've got Texas over Alabama in the national championship. And I picked 77-73 to for the final score. Why not? That's what I got. I appreciate you guys for sticking with me through the entire bracket. Breakdown. Let me know what you think. Comment on the YouTube. Like the YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube. I've got like 20 subscribers on YouTube. It would mean a ton to me to get it up because eventually I want to be doing more videos, doing more content for y'all. And so if you subscribe, it'll only further incentivize me to actually do something with it. And if you have a YouTube, if you've ever been on YouTube, it won't take you that long. It would mean a lot to me. YouTube.com slash at bshafer12. Subscribe to the channel. Hit me up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well. And uh, let me know what you think of all this on Twitter and uh, bracket contest as well. Send me a DM at bshafer12 on Twitter, and I can still get you in to the bracket contest. Just got to get the uh, the details and the password for the group to you, and we'll be good to go. So thank you guys once again for joining me, and we'll talk to you next time on Shafe Daily. Peace.